I'm Stephanie Lugo, and this is the Market Authority Show. Hey, I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate nine-to-fiver turned top producing realtor and coach. It wasn't all that long ago that my husband and I quit our nine-to-fives to start our real estate business together with no experience in the industry, just a dream for a life with more freedom and flexibility and the chance to impact others along the way. But it wasn't always easy and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how that we needed to build our dream business. Fast forward through lots of work, failed attempts, and lessons learned, and you'll see what we've built today, a business that offers us more freedom and income than we ever thought possible and changes the lives of others every day. I created the Market Authority Show to enlighten the path to becoming an authority in your market. I'm here to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from Timeless Principles and today's cutting edge strategies. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on. So let's dive in. This episode is brought to you by the Market Authority Academy. I created this mentorship program for real estate professionals because I remember what it was like to be lost, isolated, and completely overwhelmed by the real estate industry and just feeling like my business was totally out of control. Now I get to help real estate agents around the world get their time back and earn more income than ever while they're at it using the latest social media strategies and business systems. Check out the show notes to book your application call and learn how the Market Authority Academy can help you triple your real estate business this year. All right, friends, I'm really excited for this episode. Today, we are joined by a friend, colleague, and alum of the Market Authority Academy, Jens Nelson. Jens is from Utah, born and raised, as he will share with us, and he is a real estate professional with Salisbury Homes Real Estate. So Jens is a relatively newer agent. He's going on three years now, and he specializes in first-time homebuyers and move-ups. He spends a lot of time with new construction. And when he and I met about a year ago, he had actually joined the Market Authority Academy to really take on social media as a core part of his marketing strategy for his new real estate business. And he has done a lot of really cool things. Last year in 2021, he really ramped up his brand on Instagram. He generated hundreds of new followers there. He went all in on reels and short form video and was able to kind of take what he learned there and pivot it to TikTok to incorporate that into the greater strategy. And if you know, if you've been following along with me on Instagram and even TikTok, I've been TikTok curious for a little while. I see so much potential in TikTok, but because I don't really teach on anything that I haven't actually done myself before, I have not really been super loud about the things that I'm testing on TikTok. Now, that being said, I am actively testing um, some strategies on TikTok. I'm fine tuning my approach there, and I'm going to have some really fun stuff to share soon. But I would rather share examples and stories from agents who have already gone there and done the thing. So that's what Jens is going to share with us today. He's been on TikTok really strategically for about six weeks. I mean, he's been on the app longer than that, but he really started his plan and his strategy 
um, for the last six weeks or so at the time of this recording and has already been generating clients from TikTok. There is so much potential there and Jens does a really great job of sharing how he gets started, sharing his approach. We talk about some of the objections that agents might have in terms of utilizing this platform for their business. So this is a really fun, wide-ranging conversation and I'm really excited to share this with you today. So without further ado, here's Jens. Hey, Jens, thanks so much for hopping on with me. How's it going? Of course. Thank you. It's going going great. Living it <laughs> up in Utah. I'm super so. excited to chat. Um, so we've been kind of, you know, friendly um, colleagues for a while now. And we've also recently had the chance to kind of work, to work with each other um, through referral, which is super excited. But I was super excited to have you on because you are doing some really, really cool things on social media and TikTok. But I guess I'm getting a little ahead of myself before we get too far. If for anyone who's listening and, you know, they haven't had the chance to meet you yet, can you share a little bit about your story and, and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, thank you. Um, so my name's Jets Nielsen. I am a Utah native, born and raised, haven't left. Um, so I know, I know Utah. <laughs> um, I got started in real estate um, as a real estate professional two years ago, um, but had been kind of in the real estate industry for quite a bit longer than that. My dad's always been in real estate. He's a, officially a commercial real estate appraiser. He's had his license before um, and investing and all that such. So I've always kind of dabbled in the real estate field. Um, and I actually got my <clears throat> degree from BYU in construction management. Uh, which I feel like has actually been a great asset because I did work in construction beforehand. Um, and it's been fun because when I've been helping my clients with when it comes to new construction and such, I feel like I can offer some a little different level of expertise that maybe some agents might not be able to offer. Um, okay. And then also, um, I'm not an inspector, but I sometimes throw in my <laughs> two cents um, and obviously give them a disclaimer that I, <laughs> I can't help be, be held liable for it. But I feel like it gives me kind of like an edge when it comes to, you know, homes because of my background in construction and, and real estate. So, yeah, um, like I said, two years. First year was great, kind of average. Second year was great, a lot of fun, kind of start integrating more of like the social media and stuff. And it's, I feel like it's starting to pick up. So that's kind of the fun part about it is seeing it starting to ramp up. So, yeah. And you and I first met about a year ago, I want to say. And you mm -hmm. definitely had that eye to like, I really want to build my brand on social media. So I guess we should start with like, why? And was that going to be like your main primary lead generation source? Was that like the main thing that you kind of were thinking of? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I started off with doing cold calls mm -hmm. as all, I'm sure all agents are taught in the very beginning, cold call, door knock and such. And while I still believe those are viable, I think the market is very heading towards social media as being it's maybe not necessarily the the only source or like the dominant, but I would say it's going to be very strong for the coming years that social media is going to be used as a tool to help connect buyers and agents, homes and all that such. So yes, when I talked to you, I was like very interested in how can I implement social media into my strategy? Um, because uh, like I, when we talked about, 
Social media, I thought, was a great way to organically reach to people um, and not feel salesy, but because then I could like reach out to people with their posts and such and say, oh my gosh, congrats on having a kid or congrats on this or graduation, whatever it may be. And that's like an organic approach to get those touches in um, and stay top of mind. So it's been awesome. And I was excited about it. So did you, you started on Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm still like working on it. It's been funny because as I've transitioned to like heavy, like heavy, heavy TikTok, I was kind of pulling back on Instagram. I'm like, no, I can't do that because I feel like a lot of the people on TikTok end up going to Instagram. I'm like, yeah, I need to keep ramping that back up. So it was dropping down, but I'm ramping it back up. So. so did you ever get to a point where you were generating leads on Instagram before you started working on TikTok? Or did you just kind of immediately start cross-pollinating on the different platforms? No, I, so I was, um, I, more than anything, it was, I think I've, I gotten a few, um, like randoms that had reached out to me, which I thought was awesome, but more than anything, it was my sphere of people that junior high that I added them on Instagram and they were reaching out to me saying, Hey, Jens, love all the content and all that such. We have some questions. We're going to be looking into it, but I gotten more sphere of influence, um, uh, closings out of it because of like just that connection. It's like people that I had talked to since junior high and they're reaching out to me. So I thought that was very cool. Um, was just the fact that, Hey, me just putting out content out there, reaching out to people on their stories, on their posts and whatnot, Mm -hmm. uh, engaging with them led to natural engagement of them reaching out to me. So yeah, I've gotten some leads and deals out of it for sure. I love that. So, so I want to talk about TikTok because I've been talking about how I'm TikTok curious and I swear, oh my gosh, I think about the first time I downloaded TikTok and it was along with all the other millennials who downloaded it in like March of 2020 because we were locked down (laughs) and bored. And I look back to that moment and at that moment I did the thing that I always say you shouldn't do. And I was like, oh, not for me. And now like if I had just stuck with it, um, I feel like I would have really been able to like done something cool. So I'm now tiptoeing into TikTok. I'm TikTok curious and trying to figure out like what my overall strategy is there, but I'm actively posting. I want to hear your story and like your journey on getting into TikTok because so many agents are going to poo-poo it so much. They're like, oh, I don't want to be doing these dances, but I love the way you show up on TikTok. I love your content. It is irresistible, (laughs) but tell me how you made it all happen. Yeah. So same sort of thing. TikTok comes out during um, quarantine and such and, or maybe, yeah, anyways. And I downloaded because I was like, oh, this is fun. These videos are very engaging and they're very catching. And so I was having a lot of fun with that. And then I actually stopped it because I, I think this was before we met and I was like, I'm not going to, it's taking up my time and all that such. So I'm not going to worry about it. But then um, I start when I started talking to you about Instagram and such, I'm like, well, what other social media platforms can I like start integrating into my business? That because it's all about networking and getting to as many eyes as possible. So that's why I'm like, okay, I could I have my Instagram people, I have my Facebook people. Why not TikTok? I've heard I heard from a bunch of people that it's exploding like crazy. And it's a great way to get a whole bunch of eyes on you because it's just dumping stuff out there. And then as you start to 
grow, it, it, it starts to realize, okay, this is who we're going to push it to. And then also some more people. So I started getting into that. And then I was, uh, I was like posting kind of irregularly. And then I think it was before Christmas time of this last year that I was watching some of these like account, like creators or like marketers, like how to promote your account, how they help you out. I'm like, okay, like I'm going to take a look at it. And they were recommending posting three, four, five times a day. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm posting once a day. And I'm like, this is so hard. And then they were teaching like little tricks, like just find whatever's on there and just post it. TikTok is meant to be like a very raw um, and I don't want to say like unprofessional, but like lower professional like content where it's, it's very just you just be natural about it. Where I feel like Instagram is like a little bit step up where it's like, okay, let's be a little bit more professional and such. polished. Yeah. Yeah. And so I started uh, posting three times a day and it was nuts, but. And I'm sorry, was this, was this 2021 before Christmas? uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So like, so this is super recently. Yeah. And it's crazy. I've gotten results from it and I'm like, oh my gosh, this works. And I, you know, I I don't want to say like I'm normal. I don't know because it typically it does take like a few months, Mm -hmm. I would say, or a few, at least, at least a few weeks and then months. And then people are going to start recognizing you as authority in your area. So my, the main thing was posting three times a day and I was trying to post, okay, what's, I got to think of some content. What am I going to do? I'm really big in the uh, video tours and home tours. I do a lot of stuff like that. So I was like, I could easily do that. It's showcasing the product that we have here in Utah. People are going to like that entertaining one and then educational one. Um, And so I was trying to post like one of those each day and my following just started ramping up like crazy. It was, I was getting a hundred followers each day. Um, And I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know how it was working. It was crazy. I think it was kind of like the fun and entertaining, especially the, the trending sounds. I was trying to use those and kind of create some comedic content. Um, and a lot of my following is a whole bunch of agents, which I think is totally fine. Cause then I can network and refer people out to different States and such. And I'm still trying to get more and more of like, so my sphere people in Utah, and then also people that I don't know in Utah. So the cool thing about it is that it ramped up like crazy and it's slowed down right now. Um, Cause I think I just got like a huge chunk of like real estate agents that were there but I'm starting to get more and more people. And just by posting consistently every day, not all my videos go viral. I have some days where like all my videos get 200 views and I'm like, it's fine. It, another one's going to pop off. I posted one last night and it just went viral, <laughs> at least viral for me. I have like 40,000 views on it. And it was just one video that another real estate agent used. So it wasn't even trending, but it was something very comedic uh-huh. and relatable. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then, so when it comes down to it, the cool part is that I'm getting people that are asking questions on my, my page and then they're living in Utah or they might be out of state and they're saying, Hey, we're going to be moving to Utah. We're going to keep in touch with you. And then I refer to my Instagram for a little bit more of like a, yeah. a I don't know, a professional engagement and such. Um, I've gotten six potential leads, one solid one out of it. So it works. That's (laughs) out of like six weeks. 
Yeah, yeah. So, and then it's like some of them, like, I, I might end up losing because it's just, it's uh, internet leads and it's part of the game. But I'm like, it is working. So it's just, it's all a matter of time. Keep growing your following, keep growing your following and stuff's going to start popping up and, and happening for you. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so fun. So I'm going to ask some of the questions that I know um, people listening are going to ask. And these are just going to be like kind of rapid fire questions, but take as much time as you want to to answer them. So, so straight up, you kind of touch on it, but how are you coming up with content creation ideas? Because like, you Mm -hmm. know, this is in, especially in market authority, like this is one of those questions that always comes up, like, how do we come up with content? And we have our process to help approach that. But how did you kind of approach that with TikTok specifically? Yeah, well, we're on TikTok anyways, and we can deny it that we're watching it, that we're that we're studying and trying to find research, or watching it because it's very entertaining. Well, Uh just use that time. I'll I'll get distracted. I'll pull it up during work, and I I, I'm looking at stuff, and I'm and then also I'll remember. Okay, use this time to like find some content. So like just find stuff that's. Yeah, exactly. Don't get, just kind of get lost in it. It's very easy, but start paying attention to it. Cause then you're going to start finding stuff that is going to be able to work for you. So I was finding trending stuff. I follow a few pages of content creators that are their job specifically is to find the trending stuff. So I don't want to waste a whole bunch of time on it. Um, trying to find the trending stuff. So I follow them. So they're getting, you know, they're following and such but they're providing the trending audios, which then I use to relate to my niche. Um, and then, um, sorry, I just totally lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, finding that. And then I also follow other real estate agents as well, because they're going to pump out great content as well, organic, um, original content. And then I use some of their stuff. Sometimes I've asked them, like, can I essentially copy? And they're totally fine with it. And yeah. people have asked me the same thing. So I think finding stuff that's trending is very important because that's going to grow your following because the trending is the stuff that's going to get pushed out by TikTok naturally. Um, And then I would say um, tips, tutorials, help and stuff is going to be perfect for those people that stay on your page and they saw something funny and they're like, oh my gosh, okay, he's a funny real estate agent. She's a funny real estate agent. They're in my state. Let's take a look at their page. Because then if there's those tips, well, then they're going to be like, oh, this is like helpful. Okay, now I'm learning some stuff from them. And then I also, I always like to throw on property tours or even like when I'm just doing showings and such, because I think it's a great way to, like I said, just showcase the product that we have down here. And who knows, like, I like doing new construction stuff because if I'm showing the builders model homes or homes that they built, I might have people that are, and I actually have, I've had people reach out to me. Um, just recently, they, it was like an Oakwood Homes up here in Saratoga, and they were asking me questions about it. And I was talking to them through it, and they're like, oh, well, what about this other builder? And so now I'm getting all this information for them of new construction in the area. And I'm like, oh, this is sweet. Right. So all from doing like the home tours. And obviously, I get the hate. Um, but <laughs> one thing I would say is do not care about the hate. In fact, I would say kind of egg it on a little bit because the more <laughs> comments that you get on it yeah it's just going to push your content out there more 
So I, so. this was actually one of my rapid fire questions for you. So like the hate comments, because I was actually going through some of your posts and you have a lot of engagement and most of it's overwhelmingly yeah. positive or like, Oh, really cool. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that kind of stuff. And then every now and then you get the, just Google it, stupid realtors, like, you know, stuff yeah. like that, which I've gotten to in the past. I think it's hilarious, but some agents are really afraid of putting themselves out there because the thought of getting feedback like that, that's negative is like paralyzing to them. But I actually saw yeah. some of your responses. You're engaging with these people. Oh yeah. Yeah. I will like their comment. Um, I will comment back to them and depending on my mood, sometimes I try and be like professional, like more professional and nice, but with TikTok being a very um, kind of unprofessional thing, there's sometimes where if I'm getting a, a, quite a few negative ones, I kind of get like in a sassy mood and <laughs> sassy. But it, it eggs it on. I mean, I'm telling you, I'll do like something a little sassy and then they like come back and say something. I'm like, thank you. You're promoting my post even more. And mm -hmm. it's just getting pushed out there. So I understand it is kind of like uh, frustrating when a lot of them are like, I wouldn't say a lot, but there's, I might get like a post uh, or a comment every post where it's something negative. And it's like, you real estate agents don't know what you're doing. You're overpaid or whatever. And I'm just like, I understand my value. I'm sorry. You had a bad experience with an agent maybe in the past, hopefully. And I'll, I'll even say, I hope your home buying experience in the future is a positive one. Mm -hmm. And then, cause then people will see like, Oh, okay. He's, He's a nice person, but then they'll also see my side of like, oh, he's going to fight back. He's not going to step down from his position. Right. So, yeah, that's what I would say. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, and at the end of the day, engagement is engagement, right? It doesn't like TikTok doesn't care what's positive or negative. All they see is that comments are happening and that it's a provocative post, which is great. Um, you want to yeah. provoke engagement, which is awesome. Um, so yeah. the other, the other one I was going to ask was editing. So do you do all of your editing in TikTok? Because I know that's one that's going to get asked like, Oh, how do you edit your videos? For me, <laughs> I'm straight up. Like, I don't have time to mess around with like tools and like editing, you know, all this crazy stuff. So I'm going to always look for the path of least resistance, but what does it look like for you? Yeah. So when it comes to everything, but home tours, I do it directly on TikTok. Um, I've seen it myself and I've heard from multiple sources that the video quality TikTok really wants you to record on the app because okay. the quality will end up being a little bit better. Um, I've seen it. Um, and so I would say if you're doing trends, tips and stuff like that, shoot on the, um, on the app, but like, let's say you're batching content. Well, okay. Let's say you're making like a YouTube video or a longer form video and you're trying to pull like different pieces of it for short, um, uh, short form content and just do it on your phone um, or on your camera or whatever. Um, it's not the end of the world if it's like a little bit um, lower quality. Um, and then when it comes to home tours, I'm not shooting it on the, the TikTok app just because I have these uh, different apps that I use. Um, the BGI for like my mobile um, gimbal that I use for home tours. I use that app because it gets great quality. And then when it comes into TikTok, it ends up being just still a solid quality content. But um, yeah, um, in the app primarily. And then other than that, I'm doing um, just on different apps. Uh, like I said, the DJI mobile. And then for editing content, I use Adobe. Um, some people you can use iMovie and there's like another one, Luminar Rush or whatever, but I like Adobe Premiere Rush. You can get it on your phone and it's super easy to edit. So I'll do like a video tour of a home, minute 30 long, 
of just like entry, kitchen, dining, and then the master bedroom. And then I'll just condense it down to like 30 seconds uh, on the phone app and I post it and it literally takes me like five minutes. So, yeah. So, yeah. so would you say that that's like for all of your TikToks, you, you really don't spend a lot of time editing. It's all under like five or 10 minutes. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people have asked me too. some other agents that are like, how do you do all of this? Like all of this content and such. Well, my, uh, like my wife, she's doing her TikTok and whatnot. We literally just set aside some time during the week where we just batch a whole bunch of content. But then also during the week, if we find some training audios that are coming up, I can literally get, unless it's like something that's a little more intense, I can get a TikTok video done in like two or three minutes. Yeah. Um, you just have to run through the line or what, the audio or net, whatever it is a few times, and then you're going to go. And it's, and so that's why people are like, oh my gosh, like that's how you can post three times a day. Yeah. I, I spent 10, 15 minutes on these three posts and I'm good to go. So, right. So, yeah. so did you, you were already doing video because you were doing video walkthroughs on Instagram and stuff. Um, but mm-hmm. you put yourself on video a lot on TikTok. Like most of them have your face in it. And so mm-hmm. what do you say, like, what's your mind when you hear from agents like, oh my gosh, I would love to do that, but I'm not brave enough. I can't put myself on video. <laughs> do you ever hear that? Or did you ever feel that yourself? Yeah, it's in the very beginning. I was so nervous, but I knew social media works and everyone said, you got to put yourself out there because people want to see you. They don't want to see the just listed, just sold signs. It's boring. It's boring. Yeah. Obviously, you want to post it at a certain time and place because people want to see your credibility, but people want to see you. They want to see your expressions and everything. And so my first one, I was just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to post it. And it went like little viral for me in the beginning. I had like 200 followers. And I got 700 views. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then it kind of took a little bit more. But now I'm kind of like my personality is in the beginning when I first meet someone, I'm a little bit more shy and reserved. But once I get to know someone, I'm goofy. I'm fun. So it was tough in the beginning. It is tough. But once you start doing it, it's like, who cares? Like, I'll have people that are like, oh my gosh, this is a weird kid. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm out here having fun. So yeah. Yeah. Do you pay attention at all to the analytics? Like, do you watch your views at all um, beyond just like kind of, oh, okay, that did well. Or, you know, or do you just kind of do what you're doing and you don't worry too much about stuff that like doesn't necessarily quote unquote matter? Um, I'm starting to uh, dive into a little bit more of the analytics. Um, before I was just looking at likes and views, which is totally fine, but now I'm starting to pay attention. Okay. How long are they staying on that video? Um, at what part are they getting to, if it's, especially if it's like a tip one, mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, okay, so how far are they getting into this video? What's the average view time? Uh, and what's like the percentage. So I just looked at the one recently, uh, from what I last saw, it was like 40%. No, I think it was like 48% um, of the viewers watched it all the way through. And I'm, and then I take a look at the total views, which is like 40,000. I'm like, that's 20,000 people that watched the whole thing completely through. Yeah, so crazy. to me, it's like, if I can have 20,000 eyes looking at me, that's huge. And so obviously like with property tours, those ones are going to drop down a little bit, but then it's like the people that are staying on there, even though it's a little bit less are more interested. So I don't want, I don't think I like worry too much about like the average view time. I'm not like too worried about it. Um, 
but I'm trying to find ways to optimize it to capture like in the beginning, like I'll start off with some of the tips. Like, did you know and kind of use you very personal because then it's like, oh, me, do I know? Okay, what do I know? And then they're going to engage. So if you kind of figure out tips, stuff like that, then it's going to help you to get a little bit, you know, better uh, view time. So love that. So it's more of just like collecting data and not like letting it be the one thing they're like, oh, I failed. I only got two views or whatever, which some of mine only two views. (laughs) It happens all the time. I will say there's um, tricks. I don't know if you wanted to go this this route or whatever. Yeah, I want to talk about tricks. (laughs) so one of the so what i've heard from a lot of people and i've seen it online is that tiktok will send it to like a group a smaller group in the very beginning if it performs well it sends it to a bigger group and if it performs well it sends it to a bigger group and and so on and so on so one of the best things that you could do in the very beginning is when you post it send it to a few people that are like your buds they got your back they're going to support you okay (laughs) have them comment it like it and I've had a buddy that he's uh, commented on it, but specifically did like a spelling error. And then people are like, oh, you spelled that wrong. The, you know, the grammar police. Yeah. Um, it happened on one of my wife's videos, the one that she kind of got a little bit more views on. I spelled plagiarism wrong. And everyone's like, uh, and my, even my wife is like, you mean plagiarism? And I'm like, uh, okay. You're like, so yes, the- correct. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it's like sharing is huge. The one that just went viral, I have like a hundred shares. And every time that I get at least three shares, I'm looking at, at, I think, I don't know if it's like an average because I've started to notice it. I think it's like a share is like a thousand views, but that's not confirmed or anything. That's just kind of my hypothesis, what I'm seeing. Yeah. So um, shares are really big. So if you share in the beginning and if those people share to like one other person, that's going to help. And then just the likes and the comments. Um, yeah. Interesting. That reminds me of engagement pods in the early Instagram days. And what people would do is they would get a group of like 10 or 15 people and create an engagement pod. So you'd make a post on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And what happened was Instagram did not like that because they would catch on that it was not like quote unquote, authentic, authentic engagement. TikTok yeah. is a different type of community though. And they are, I could see that working really well, as long as it's not like, obviously like obscenely, you know, fake engage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not that it's yeah. fake engagement, but you know what I mean? Like planted. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and that's something that like my wife and I do. And some of my friends, like we will like intentionally do a comment that is very, intentional to that post we won't just be like do like an emoji great that's post. not gonna fly yeah it's yeah. not gonna fly it's not gonna work we do stuff that maybe even um triggers or question to get more engagement in there that's something you can do when people post on yours you could respond but then ask a question like they can be like oh this home's too much and i'll be like oh well i'm sorry you feel that way this is the area what kind of price range are you looking at and then if they come it back, it's just going to boost the post even more. So right. that, and then, um, uh, yeah, I mean, and there's even some where we'll post it and then I still send it out to the same share and engagement, but I feel like I'm staying consistent. So then every few videos they're going off viral for me. So, yeah. 
That's super fun. So what's your big goal for this year? Like with um, TikTok in mind, um, if it's been a really successful year using this platform for your business, what does that look like at the end of the year? Um, I think it'd be fun to have. Um, I actually haven't sat down and like thought about like a transaction kind of goal. Um, actually, okay, I'll take it back. For like a following, I would like to have 10,000 followers by the end of the year. Cool. Um, just because I know following is not the end of the end of the um uh, uh the end all but the more people i can reach the more people that can reach out to me and i can help um so that's probably one of my goals and then i would say i think it'd be fun to probably have about six transactions throughout the year just from tiktok uh obviously i have my instagram and i have my other forms of prospecting that i'm doing that um are gonna you know be a lot more than that but i think it'd be fun to have like six transactions coming from specifically yeah. from tiktok so that would be my goal. And then just the uh, 10,000 followers. So yeah. that's so cool. Well, yeah. I want to, I think we, we all need to help Jen's get to 10 K. So where can, <laughs> where can everyone <laughs> listening find you on TikTok? So my uh, TikTok handle is at Jen's J E N S dot Utah realtor. Okay, cool. So, so I'll make sure that that's in the show notes too. Um, you guys definitely connect with Jen's there. I just got to say, I have to acknowledge you. Like you have a really fun personality and I never knew that until I saw that on TikTok. Like, obviously like we're friendly and stuff, but like you really put yourself out there. You do the funny stuff, you do the viral things and it is so engaging. You do such a great job. And I know that's challenging when, um, it's something new. So I just want to acknowledge you for trying something new and sticking with it and staying committed. Um, and I, I really hope that that turns out into a really successful pillar for your business, Jens. I think that it will, if you stick with it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun kind of showing my personality, which at the end of the day, that's what people want to see. They want to see who you are and because that's how they develop a relationship. So, yeah. yeah, I agree. Well, thank you so much for um, joining me on the show. I loved this conversation um, and I had a really good time chatting about it. So thanks for thanks for hopping on and sharing your TikTok secrets with us. Thank you. Yeah, it's been fun. Thanks. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation. And after that recording with Jens, I wanted to take a minute and just share some of the things that stuck out to me. So first, Jens really decided that he wanted to go all in and commit and he found the resources that he needed to give him the information on like what kind of content to create. He found an approach to creating content within the TikTok app that was super easy for him. So it was doable. It wasn't going to take a lot of time. And I think that this resourcefulness approach to bringing on a new social media platform is right on target with what the best way to do this is. So Jen's totally nailed it. And you know, I, I also want to just acknowledge Jens here because he had seen some really great traction on Instagram. He was already closing deals on Instagram from some of the things that he had learned and implemented there last year. But that's just never where we want to stop, right? So when we see potential from new platforms pop up, like on TikTok, we have to be open and curious and think about ways that we can incorporate that into our strategy. And that's what Jens did. And he was able to transfer a lot of the skills that he had developed on Instagram to TikTok. And this is one of those things that I think is so important to remember about social media, right? Like even if it is just going to be relevant for a short amount, short amount of time in terms of like a platform that kind of comes and goes. 
Just the act of trying something new and learning new skills with content creation gives you something that you can transfer to the next opportunity. And I think that this is a really great illustration of how that was able to happen for Jens. And I have no doubt that if he sticks with this plan, he is going to hit those goals that he has for himself at the end of the year. And now when we're talking about metrics and goals specifically, a lot of times I kind of lump in social media platforms kind of all in one as a lead source not exclusively, but like, for the most part, social media is social media, right? So it's a, it's a certain type of, of lead that you're generating on the internet, um, kind of like he had mentioned during our conversation. But if he can start to generate consistent business on TikTok, maintain the consistent business he is generating on Instagram, and incorporate that in terms of how he's converting business from his existing database and SOI, that alone is three solid lead sources. Now, we also didn't even get to touch on Jens' presence on YouTube because he does create longer form video content on YouTube, which I will have the details where you can check that out in the show notes. And he's doing other forms of prospecting as well. So you know that we say, especially in the Market Authority Academy, you should have a solid three lead generation sources and go all in on those before you start to expand upon that. And that's one thing that Jens has done really well here. And you can see that over time, if you you can generate and develop your presence on these different platforms and have these solid lead sources and each one is generating six to 10 deals, that is going to be a really healthy, sustainable business for the long term. And I love that journey for Jens. I think he is right on track for there. And that is something that I want to be supportive of over the long run. And I invite you to to be a cheerleader for him as well. So definitely go ahead and check him out on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. I will have those details in the show notes. And if you like this approach, if you like this transformation and you want to see if you can harness the power that we're talking about here, then I invite you to book a time with me on the Market Authority Academy. So you can book an application call through the links that I will have in the show notes. We will hop on a quick Zoom call and talk about where you're at right now, where you would like to be. And from there, we can decide if working together through MAA makes sense. But we are bringing on applications this month. So definitely check out that link in the show notes. And I hope that we get to talk about your transformation soon. Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to themarketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.